0: Welcome, welcome, everyone, to the Ruthmanian Chronicle. Chapter 10 An Explosion of Light The magic, the creator, shall again walk among them. They will sing again the songs of a Tenth stanza and the rulers will fall. prophecy of the return. What happened to you? Yusuf asked due to the moment you to open the door for him. Yusuf have had a long day in the spices shop and he really just wanted to relax but clearly Aro the man had some other plans for him. Yuto raised an eyebrow, but he didn't talk. His throat had hand marks on it that were a shade between red and violet. His eyes, however, had a gleam in them, as if Yuto were more alive after he felt the pain of whatever happened to his throat. But that couldn't be true. Yuto was afraid of cockroaches, let alone someone trying to kill him like that. Yuzu stepped in and grabbed his best friend's shoulder, trying to shake him softly. Yuzu, what happened? Yusuf just justice for, Yuta, for Yusuf's wait Yusuf put his hand away as Yusuf as fished his phone out of his pocket and started typing something when he was done he turned his phone so it was facing Yusuf Yusuf read knowing quite well he was never allowed to touch Yusuf's phone no one was ever allowed to touch Yusuf's phone except for maybe that one guy at uni he saw Yusuf giving his phone to once Yusuf read what was written his eyes widening well a man called Bagger from another town came here because his town was attacked by Barbara when Noor and I came and he saw us, he tried to stangle me to death. Noor summoned a fist of light inside the writing and knocked him out, but my poor throat was already damaged. Everyone is inside. We were waiting for you. Why were you late anyways? Everyone else was inside? Well, he was really late today. And wait what? Triangle to death? Noor did what? He looked at his watch, remembering it doesn't work in a rudiment since time runs differently here. The days and nights were equal hours here. Unlike Earth, however, there were special occasions where the day was longer or shorter, depending on the time. During the rounding perpendicularity, for example, the day only spanned five hours of the twenty hours a day normally spent. How long had he stayed in the spice shop today? Yutu let him in the kitchen. His hands wrapped around Yusuf's neck. Everyone was seated around the table. All their moods were dampened. Yusuf looked at Muhammad, but even he looked haunted. His normal sarcastic and indifferent attitude nowhere to be seen. Layla tapped her finger on the table and looked at Noor, who was putting soup bowls in front of them. So we either escape here or die. Barona was looking at at the pot of purple soup, swirling it slowly and looking as if her eyes weren't seeing anything. I don't know, my dear. I don't know what you should do. The Imagination Creator, I don't know what we should do. This is our home. We can just leave. What's happening? Yusuf said from the entrance of the kitchen. Everyone turned to look at him as if noticing his presence for the first time. Yasin looked at him, fixing his eyeglasses, which is something he did when he was nervous. The nearby towns have been attacked. Bagger, the one who tried to strike Lee to death, was the mayor of the nearest town. He said that they burned everything down, destroyed his town, and left him as an example of what will happen to this town. You say town a lot of times, dude, Nadim said. Yusuf nodded, and when he looked at Baruna, he saw how she was looking at them she had this look as if they were the key to everything they were said to be this world's rulers that they were the ones to save it eventually but being given the task like that Yusuf knew for real how impossible said task was to save a world to carry everyone's hopes and dreams to be the one to tell them that the world is saved or that the world is ruined this was too much even though he knew from the moment that started from the moment he woke up on the couch in Billy Rander's house. He knew that this was too much, but he had chosen to ignore it. To live the experience of being in a magical world where there no there was no restraints. He enjoyed living with the people that didn't know him or his failures. He he even contemplated starting a new life here, where no one would look at him and remember how he failed, how he didn't manage to do the one thing he was supposed to do. She's already there, Your Majesty. Dead. if he didn't stand up now and try to protect the people that he had, that they had sheltered him when he had nowhere to go, wouldn't he be failing them too? But how would he protect them? He had no powers, as Belimando claimed they would. Belimando kept telling them about the kings and queens and how they had powers that were drawn from the heart of the man itself. Problem was that Belimando spoke of ideals and people that didn't exist anymore. But, Nur managed to summon the fist made of light somehow. This means that they stood a chance. But Nur and what army? Nur, Yusuf said, and she turned to him. How did you summon the light? And in that, everyone turned to her. She looked nervous, but they all had to know. If they stood a chance to fight Berberon and his armies, they had to... Wait. Actually, I have another question. How did Berberon know we were here? I mean, that the elevator we came in just dropped people off here? Yusuf looked at the others and the question seemed to be new to them. Guys, in the movie, this is real. If Berberon knows that we are here, of all our other men, he must have something that guides him to us. Something or someone. He turned to Berlora. Do you think there might be a spy here? In this town? But Barona shook her head. Of course not. If there were, then Birbiran would have known to come here to this town right away. No, it's not a spy. But I like curious logic, Yusuf. Something might be droning him into us like that. But what could it be? They raised her hand and said, I might have a clue. And when everyone turned to her, she got a notebook out of her bag and opened it. While researching in the library, I read something about the bond between the kings and queens and their guardians. When a guardian swore an oath to a ruler, their soul is bounded with the soul of the ruler. She opened another page. In the book, Magic for Elementary Schools, Rules and Guidelines, it is said that a soul is linked to the source of power within every arrow dominion. She closed her notebook. The powers were linked to the souls of the rulers, and since the guardians were linked to the powers of the rulers, this means they were linked to their soul as well. Berber was the guardian of the queen of the fire first of all its the queen of fire, mariam said, and so we are practically a moving antenna, mariam said, wherever we will go, he will find us, or he will be guided towards whoever he thinks had the power of the queen of fire, leia nodded, problem is we don't know which is which, we know that there's the queen of ice and, guys are we being serious, you know what this entails right, this means that we accept Whatever is happening here, being in a massacre world is cool, I won't deny it, but being it's rulers. Yasser shook his head. This is getting deadly serious, and the trances Bebron, must be working for them. If he wants us out of the picture like that. But when I put her bow down with a thud. I will not put you in this. Rulers are not your children, you are not to be. Hamad looked up and set his hand flat on the table. These trances, he said can go fuck themselves Berbron? Well, let's put him out I'm not leaving this town I will fight Layla, slowly, raised her hand For the first time, Yusuf saw how hesitant Layla was which was nothing familiar to Layla Layla was always determined and sure of what she was going to do I will stay, too I grew fond of the people here and even if it's a fight, we will not win we have to make a stand and not be bullied Bilimrandu walked in the kitchen, and as usual, he was frowning. Bilimrandu snapped his fingers, and an ice crystallized on the archway leading to the kitchen, blocking it from the rest of the house. Berthia was probably still at school, so they had time to talk about other things. Noor looked up, her fingers moving on the table like a spider, which meant Noor was crazily anxious. I get where you guys are coming from, but what can we do? Have any of you felt a speck of this power we are told we have? Said the person that turned light into a freaking ice fist, Nadim grunted. We can't just leave you, okay? Even if we wanted to. We know now that Berberon will follow us anywhere we go. So leaving is just prolonging our death for a little while longer. Look, if you are going to die anyways, I'd prefer to be dead and remembered as the one who fought than at the one who ran. Nadim looked at the table and clasped his hand together. Yes, I'm scared, but he trailed off. Yusuf turned to see Yusuf typing something on his phone, and when he was done, he gave the phone to Yasser. Yasser started reading. I'm tired of hiding from bullies all the time. I'm scared as hell, but I also feel strong. Those kids in the nursery look at me as if I'm solution to everything. So if we're going to die, I'd rather them seeing me standing up for them rather than running away. Yasser looked up and nodded. Plus, why do you all have this negative outlook on the situation? Instead, we are going to die. We can win somehow. Good always wins. Right? Does it though? Yusuf turned to Belirandu, who was eyeing them, assessing them. But the hell we can do. Fighting people just can burn down a whole town and killing everyone inside. Yusuf was about to voice his concern when a voice echoed in the back of his mind. It was a female voice, so definitely it was not his, but it was reassuring altogether. You can do this. Believe in the power. The gates, I don't know, Balamrandu shouted. Yusuf nodded and looked away, trying to piece together a plan on what they do. Nadim was right. In both cases, they would die. They were protected from the cold by some miracle, so they would die by a creature, like the Bantika. Yusuf shuddered at the memory of the bentika on him, the sword it, it had made from its own flesh or the way its heart had beaten. Yusuf tried not to gag, talking about these things were, was something but actually having to face a beating heart, to see it another creature as it lived, as you punched it and destroyed it, felt the warmth against your hand or legs. It was something else entirely, Yusuf supposed. The wound on Yusuf's chest ached at the memory, as if the pounding would remind him to stay protected. To always stay away from any danger he might face. To hide and... And be what? He was scared to death, yes. He would have preferred to be home, yes. But he wouldn't be a coward. Not again. Yusuf cleared her throat. (laughs) Belimrandu? Belimrandu turned to face Yusuf and his anger subsided. Probably realizing he was taking his fear on them. And Yusuf felt sorry for Belimrandu. Belirondo wasn't only responsible for his own family's survival, but the whole town's. Every individual in this town was his burden to carry. At least they can. The lead they can do was to give these people a hope that this, through some miracle, and get them through this. Alive. You said that you have been through shit and whatnot. Then, teach us how to use our powers. Everyone turned to Yusuf and they looked at him, waiting for him to keep talking. Despite his love to have the spotlight on him, at this very moment he wanted everyone to be looking somewhere else. But Yusuf felt he wanted to say something, but he didn't know what. He stood there, silent for a few moments, with nothing but a single word in his head. Hope. Hope for a world better than this one, a voice echoed inside his head and he felt his stomach turn, as if he was free falling, but it felt good and warm. It felt like he was on the edge of something amazing. Something wonderful. He heard his own voice this time, and it was inside not inside his head, but echoing around him. Let us fight and not hide. These people here, they have welcomed us. The least we can do is is to face whatever is coming. Baby around my ass. We will face this and we will fuck them up so badly, they'll know who they have messed up with. Yusuf felt that crush again. As if he would walk into a battlefield and was about to tear the Elimtransist head off their bodies with his bare hands. He imagined Berthia without Belimrando and Baruna around her. If they died. With the room getting brighter? He imagined Belimrando and Baruna with their daughter dead. He imagined children running around. The owner of the spices shop getting killed as her f- frail legs didn't help her to run away and hide. He then imagined a happy world. A world he never imagined before this moment as if someone else was imagining it for him as if this was a want to save the world wasn't fully his own but someone else's he saw children laughing and people smiling and peace everything was peaceful everything was a world better than this one a voice echoed inside of him Noor gasped and billy Ram smirked a little as he said I'd say, your training had just started right now. Yusuf looked down at his hands to find that he was glowing, as if his veins had light inside of them. He looked up and everyone was looking at all in him. And a voice echoed in his head. King of light, the king of might, the king that burns bright, the king that will save us against the blight. And Yusuf exploded in burning bright light.